Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, December 5th, 5.39 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures unchanged at 646 and a quarter. January soybeans up five and a half at 1444. March Chicago wheat up three and a half at 764 and a half. March Kansas City wheat up three and a half at 874 and a quarter. March spring wheat unchanged at 921 and a quarter. To start off the week here, we've got some rain on the radar over some key Brazilian soybean growing areas. The radar indicating scattered showers over several parts of the country. Here's Mato Grosso right here. And you've got some rains in the uh, western to central part, even in some southern areas of the country. You've got some rain here this morning. So this is stuff that's all going to be helpful for what looks to be a record uh, potentially soybean crop in Brazil. They've had some rains. They've got more rain in the forecast. Here's a side-by-side of production density on my right versus uh, the rain here this morning on my left if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, you can see we've got some decent coverage. And this is expected to continue. This is the forecast out through December 15th. This is the GFS total expected accumulation uh, over the next 10 days or so. And it's pretty widespread for a lot of your key soybean growing areas in Brazil. Some of these far southern areas are going to be a little bit drier by comparison, but still really a a pretty good setup. Uh, If you look at Argentina, and I don't have the Argentina map here, it's going to be pretty dry and they're going to see some severe heat in Argentina over the next week. So I think the general idea among traders here uh, remains this. The Brazilian soybean crop is going to be record large at this point. That's the general expectation. Argentina is going to have some problems. They'll probably be below trend. We've already seen some production cuts, and you may see some more production cuts from private groups, from USDA. We've got a USDA report out on Friday. So that's kind of the the gist of uh, the whole thing here. If you guys are uh, listening on the podcast, appreciate it as always. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Uh, Drop me a comment. If you have any opinion on anything that I say here, drop it in the comments. I look at all of them. Uh, I'd be happy to kind of hear what you guys are thinking. Appreciate that as always. Remember, if you guys would like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this. Uh, On Friday, I kind of recapped what was a super content heavy week. I had a ton of stuff out uh, to the subscri- uh, my subscriber only audience last week uh, regarding the soybean crush, EPA, um, general thoughts on all of that. We had some great guest interviews. Uh, in this subscriber-only material. On Friday, I did kind of a recap, uh, provided my thoughts on how this all relates to grain marketing. If you're a soybean grower, how does this affect you? What should you be looking for? If you guys are interested in this sort of content, new stuff every single day, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. Stats Canada released crop estimates on Friday. Estimates for the country's wheat and canola crops were lighter than expected due to dry conditions in part of the prairies. Still, this was the third largest Canadian wheat crop on record. Uh, Wheat production in Canada was up 52% on the year because they had that severe drought the prior year. All wheat production pegged at 33.8 million metric tons, which is down from um, 34.7, the uh, prior estimate, which was September 
USDA estimates that Canada was the world's sixth largest wheat producer this year behind China, the EU, India, Russia, and the United States. Canada and the European Union are tied essentially for the world's uh to, for being the world's top canola producers, according to uh, last month's USDA estimates. China eased some COVID testing requirements in major cities over the weekend. Beijing appears to be sh- shifting gradually away from this COVID zero policy. They had a spike in cases, but these public protests are not good. Uh, citizens not happy about the lockdowns, the regulations. Shanghai erased PCR testing requirements for entry to a lot of different venues over the weekend. Beijing says that measures will continue to be optimized and adjusted in line with national policy and local situations. A handful of other big cities kind of followed um after Shanghai's weekend adjustment. So the easing in restrictions comes after China hit a record number of new daily COVID cases just last week. And in the last few days, the cases have reverted lower, probably just because they're testing less. So, you know, commodity traders, financial markets in general, they're all really on edge regarding this China situation. China's such a huge uh, demand component of uh, a lot of commodities uh, for a number of reasons. This is a big deal. So it looks like they're going in the right direction here. OPEC is probably going to stick with its current level of oil production. They had a meeting yesterday. Uh, They're essentially locking in this 2 million barrel per day cut that was decided in October. They want to see the way it looks. They want to see how this Russian oil cap thing sets up and, and how it plays out. The G7 agreed to cap the price of Russian oil at $60 per barrel uh, beginning today or effective today in order to reduce revenue, prevent Russia from profiteering or profiting from its uh, war in Ukraine. It's kind of unclear at this point how capping Russian oil prices is going to affect the market. Nobody really knows. I don't think OPEC knows either, and that's why they're waiting on any decision here. An EU ban on most imports of Russian oil also begins today. Russia says it's not going to trade oil with countries that implement the cap. Um, The West is very dead set on this oil cap, so nobody really knows exactly how it's going to play out. Chinese President Xi is going to visit Saudi Arabia later this week to discuss energy markets. So that's like your world's largest uh, importer talking with your world's largest exporter. I'm not sure what will come of that. Crude oil futures trading higher this morning. Your spot uh, January WTI in the 81 to 82 range. Large uh, money managers were net buyers of grains in the week ending last Tuesday. So CFTC had its weekly commitment of traders report out on Friday. In the week ending last Tuesday, funds were net buyers of 37,000 contracts of corn, 19,000 contracts of soybeans, and 3,000 contracts of SRW wheat. Now, they probably sold some during the uh, later half or back half of last week. We saw some pressure in the markets. This is a a modest to large net long in corn. Excuse me. This is a modest net long in soybeans, and this is a modest net short in the SRW wheat market. Spot month SRW wheat futures traded their lowest level since February on Friday. Ugly stuff. We do have a crop report this week. This is the monthly crop production and WASDE report. It will be out on Friday. Traders will look for you know any and all adjustments to the U.S. or global balance sheets. I think South American production prospects are watched very closely this time of year. Your 2022 U.S. production story is kind of old news at this point. We've seen private groups, again, increase Brazilian production estimates, reduce Argentina production estimates. I think traders also interested in a few things on the demand side of the U.S. balance sheet. So this report will be out on Friday at 11 a.m. Central Time. Cattle market was higher on Friday. Cash was um, 
157 mostly in the north, 155 in the south. See what develops here today. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is uh, just a little bit lower. Stocks are off a little bit, not by much. Gold's about flat. Crude oil now up $2.04 in the January WTI, 8202 last. Have a great week, guys. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.